Hi everyone and welcome back to Hail to the Podcast, a podcast by Redskins fans, for Redskins fans, for those of us who have been hailing through the thick and thin. I am your host, Andrew Alex, a sports reporter at ESPN Radio in Blacksburg and 90.7 WUVT here in the great city of Blacksburg, Virginia. And today here on Hail to the Podcast, we are joined by a guest. He is also a sports reporter on ESPN Blacksburg. He is also the managing editor of Full Press Coverage Redskins, a Redskins media website. He is J.W. Gravely. J.W., say hi to the folks at home. Hey, how's everybody doing? And J.W., a guy who, you know, I, I knew J.W. from Redskins Twitter because if you're on Redskins Twitter, you probably know who J.W. Gravely is. He's got over 9,000 followers. He is one of the most active Redskins accounts out there. And I, so I followed him for a long time. We had interacted on Twitter. I finally got the chance to meet him this summer on Paul Van Wagner's show, The Drive on ESPN Blacksburg. That airs from 4 to 6 every night on ESPN Blacksburg and on ESPNBlacksburg.com. If you ever want to check out JW and myself on Paul's show, it's a great show. It's a lot of fun. You guys would all, if you like us, you would love Paul Van Wagner. But I had the chance to meet JW, and we linked up, and now here we are. So today's show, today's show is 10 questions. For J.W. Gravely, we are going to take, we took questions from online. I came up with some questions myself, and we're basically just going to get J.W.'s outlook on this 2018 Redskins season with training camp now just a week away. They open the gates in seven days. And are you excited, J.W.? Oh, man, I, I can't even begin to express my excitement to uh, to, to be in Redskins camp, to, to be at FedEx Field, to be watching this Redskins team. There's, there's a lot of young talent. There's a lot of veteran talent. And it's a lot to be excited about if you are a Redskins fan. 2018 season is upon us. It is exciting. Let's go. Hell to the Redskins, baby. All right, JW. So are you ready for question number one? Bring it. All right. Rank the quarterbacks in the NFC East, with one being the best, four being the worst. You got Carson Wentz, Alex Smith, Dak Prescott, Eli Manning. Rank them for me, JW. And why? Exactly what you just said. I'm going Carson Wentz, you know. He's a leader of men. He is a leader on and off the field. What he does for Philadelphia, not just for sports town, but for the fans. And, and you know, he's got the story of the – I can't think of the, the kid's name, but he wears the wristband every game. He, he does charitable funds. Alex Smith is just a true leader on and off the field. Then you got Alex Smith, who – who is well-respected, not just with Redskins fans and Redskins teammates, but, you know, he spent time in San Francisco, and, and people there still love and respect him. Then he went to Kansas City, and obviously now he's with Washington due to via trade. You know, obviously they sent Kendall Fuller there, but the, the fans in, in Kansas City and the players also love him. And then, you know, and then I got Dak Prescott, you know, He's a talented quarterback, you know, and if he had a little bit more talent around him, he probably could flip-flop with some of these guys. And then, of course, Eli Manning, yeah, he's got two Super Bowl trophies, but recently in times past, he's fell on troubled times. So I'm going with uh, Carson Wentz. Um, then I'm going to go with Alex Smith, and then we're going to go with Dak Prescott, and then we're going to go with Eli Manning of the New York Giants. All right, and I actually agree completely with you on that ranking, but question number two adds a whole new dynamic to it. Where would Kirk Cousins fall in that rankings right now? You know, listen, and I'm probably going to get a lot of backlash on Twitter about this, but Kirk Cousins was probably one of the more consistent quarterbacks that the Redskins have had in recent history. And you have to date back a long time to find that history. And obviously, things that Kirk Cousins is saying inside the media locker room right now in Minnesota is not things that Washington fans want to hear. But, hey, it's the sport industry. This is what we, the world we live in. 
players will say what they need to say to get over with the current fan base that they're at. And that includes bashing the Redskins and the fans and, hey, that's what he's got to do. But while Kirk Cousins was here, he was he was a definition of a leader that, that brought the team on his back, if you will. Yeah, he had some crucial interceptions here and there, but what quarterback does not? And if I had to rank that category, I would put Kirk Cousins second in that category as well, still behind Carson Wentz. All right, all right. So question number three, and this is a, this is a, got a little preface to it. Preston Smith, Brandon Sheriff, and Jamison Crowder will all become free agents after the 2018 season. Let's say the Redskins can only afford to keep two of those players. Which of those guys do you keep, and who replaces the guy that you let go? You know, obviously you have to fill your knees right there, and I think you got to fill your offensive line. Obviously, you can't afford – you just signed a – Make a deal pretty much to Alex Smith when he first came over to your team. So you got to keep Brandon Sheriff. And then, as much as I love the wide receiver core, I got to go with Preston Smith. Has has to come back. You know, and then the wide receiver market's going to be wide open in 2019. So you can really replace with anybody. And then, you know, you got Mo Harris that's probably going to be a free agent as well. So you can replace younger talent with younger talent as well. And Maurice Harris, of course, he's famous now for the one-headed catch against Minnesota. That was a <laughs> touchdown. So if Maurice Harris has a big camp and a big campaign, he may start on the practice squad. He may make the roster, but he will be a viable spot for the Washington Redskins come 2019. Yeah, and even beyond Maurice Harris, I, I agree with you on that. I think Crowder would be the guy that they let go. Robert Davis, a very speedy guy, could fill that role. And, and Trey Quinn... You know, a guy who all these Redskins fans, they love him, Mr. Irrelevant. He's a guy that I think could fit very well in the slot as well. We shall see, you know, training camp will, will you know, especially for guys who might be on the back end of the roster, might not see very much time on the field during the regular season behind Jamison Crowder, assuming that Crowder stays healthy throughout the entire season. I think that uh, that would be another thing to look at in training camp. Who might be able to fill that void if they let Crowder go? But question number four here. Which Redskins star, and you can't say Crowder because we just said Crowder, do you think will be playing his final season in Washington, D.C. this year? I actually went back and forth with our staff at Full Press Coverage that cover the Redskins site, and, and we've all came up with the, the, the one, uh, one name, and it's tight end Jordan Reed. I think this is going to be his final year in Washington, especially if he plays an unhealthy season. If, he, if he's riding the pond like he has – the last couple of years, I think this will be his his last year. However, if he's healthy, which has yet to be proven, this might not be his last year. But as of right now, for this moment, I think it's tight end Jordan Reed. All right, question number five: Who will get more carries this year, Robert Kelly or Samaje Pirine? And do you think either of them will be able to get over 500 yards on the season playing behind Darius Geis? 500 yards? No. I think with Darius Geis and Chris Thompson, they're going to be your your your, your men that you rely on there. Uh, however, to get the most carries, I'm going to go with Fat Rob here. I'm going to go with Rob Kelly gets more carries. Uh, Samaj P. Ron is, is is a proven back. Uh, obviously, Jay Gruden does not like guys that fumble the football, and we have seen this in prior history that Samaj P. Ron sometimes has a hard time hanging on to the football. I think Rob Kelly gets the most carries, but out of both of them. Combine 500 yards, possibly, but for one of them to get 500 yards, I don't think it happens this year. Okay, this is a question that we got from our friends at Let's Talk Redskins. They ask, realistically, how many yards do you see Darius Geis running for this season? 
it all depends on how many carries he gets, you know, and, and how great his season is going. It's going to be split between him and, and Chris Thompson. I think your first down, first and second down back is obviously going to be Darius Guys, I think he wins that position in training camp. And then third down back, obviously, will be Chris Thompson. But realistically, I'm going to go out there on a limb and say he gets about 900, 950 yards total on the ground this year. I, I, I think that re- I would agree with you on that. I think 900 yards is reasonable for a rookie season. Given that Geis does have a little bit of an injury history, I think Jay won't be too quick to just throw him into the fire. And when you have guys like Robert Kelly and Samaj P. Ryan playing behind you, it does give the Redskins the opportunity to take a little bit of the burden off of Darius Geis during, you know, what ends up being a 16-game regular season, which is much longer than any season Geis has played so far in his career. And it's, you brought up a very good point. You know, the Redskins' bye week is very early in the season. You know, you you play week one, two, three, then you're off week four, then you got the rest of the games to, to, to do what? So it's going to be a workhorse mentality. And, and with a rookie running back, Darius Geis has proven himself right now with the Redskins fans. He was proven in LSU. Forget all the character issues because he didn't obviously have any. So I think Jay Gruden will take it slow, but you will see the workhorse come out of him probably later in the back end of the season. Yeah, and, you know, his teammates, Geis' teammates, clearly are are on board. You heard DJ Swearinger talking to J.P. Finley on the Redskins Talk podcast with the guys over at NBC Sports Washington. He was saying that Geis has an opportunity to be an 1,000-plus-yard rusher and a real impact guy in his first year. And, you know, they're not just gonna, they're not going to say things that they don't believe in public. They know that what they're saying is on the record. So I think that Geis will be a guy that going into training camp a week from now is going to be soaking in the spotlight as, you know, the new, the new face of the Redskins' backfield. But... What we've seen so far, he, he, he likes <laughs> yeah. the spotlight, and he's oh, got yeah. the personality for it. Absolutely. Okay, so next question, JW. Question number seven. What do you think is the Redskins' biggest strength, and what do you think is their biggest weakness as a team? Those are two really good questions, and you can really go anywhere in broadband spectrum here. I'm going to start off with the weakness side first, and it's been an area of concern for several years, and I don't think it'll be the area of concern in 2018, but as of right now, you have to look at the defensive side of the ball. Um, I think Washington will have a very more improved and much better defense. Um, However, I don't think that's the biggest weakness. I think the wide receiving core uh, was unproven a little bit last year. I think that is the biggest weakness. I think you look at the biggest strength, and I'm going to go with the defense a lot for the Redskins. I mean, they, they added De'Ron Payne, and then they got John Allen. They got Tim Settle that can come in and start right away, and we've seen him at Virginia Tech. For a man to be his size, the man can move. And I think that's a lot of that's the issue with a lot of Redskins fans that don't keep up with football around here. If guys from Virginia Tech get drafted, they were very excited about the pick, but then there was a lot of criticism as well. Do not criticize the Tim Settle pick. Tim Settle can come in and start right away. Yeah, and and even if he doesn't start right away, he's a guy that, with Torian Gray in the Redskins coaching meetings, with the connections that he has to be able to call the people in Blacksburg at Virginia Tech, you know, Bud Foster, who is still a defensive coordinator here, Torian Gray worked under for 10 years. He can make that phone call and say, do you think Tim is ready for the NFL? And whether Bud says... Yes, right now, or 
give him a you know six months in your workout program and he'll be ready. I think Tim is a guy that we could see, you know, possibly push Stacy McGee off the roster if he has a good camp. We shall see, but there there is potential for that. You bring up a good point about Torian Gray, and people need to remember that uh, he was only there for his freshman year, but Torian Gray coached Adonis Alexander, and. You know he's he's helped bring guys along like Greg Stroman and such, and you know so so you got these guys that are on social media like well we saw Kendall Fuller and, and other former Virginia Tech Hokies that played under Torian Gray saying that picking up Adonis Alexander was not just a good move but a smart move and Torian Gray like you said can call Blacksburg and say hey I need to know is this guy ready to play and it would not surprise me one bit if that's what he did with Adonis Alexander. And for Alexander to be a supplemental draft pick, you don't hear a lot about guys making the roster at that point. But as much depth as needed in the defensive back category for the Redskins, Adonis Alexander could be one of those guys that makes the roster and cuts a veteran guy like Orlando Scandrick. Yeah, and that that is definitely a headline to look into going for training, going into training camp. All right, question number eight. Which Redskins second-year player do you think will make the biggest jump in 2018? You know, when, when you th- think about second-year player, you, you can go really across anywhere. You know, I would say John Allen, but, you know, John Allen was really hurt a lot last year. So you got some guys that, that can come in. Um, John Allen is one of those guys that, if he was healthy last year, this would be my, this would be my answer, but... This is one that I'm really twisted on because you got a couple guys that really can can, can provide that, that depth there. So I guess I want to throw that question at you. Who do you think would make that? Uh, I, I think it's going to be Fabian Moreau, the third-round pick out of UCLA last year. I think Moreau is a guy who didn't see a lot of time on the field because of Kendall Fuller being so dominant in that slot corner position. But obviously with Fuller gone, somebody is going to have to fill in that void. So... For the Redskins, it's going to be almost necessary, I would say, for Moreau to have a big year. But from what I've heard you know, from the reporters and from what they're saying over in Ashburn is that Ryan Anderson is in much better shape than he's been in before, or that he was in last year during his, let's be, let's be honest, somewhat of a disappointing rookie season for the second-round pick out of Alabama. So I would say that, yeah, it would probably be, it would probably be Moreau, but Moreau and Anderson, if... If one or both of those guys are, are going to be able to make that jump, that is going to be pivotal for the Redskins to make a jump from a middle-of-the-road team to a playoff team in 2018. All right, so my next question for you. Which wide receivers will make the team? So we'll, we'll lock in a couple right now, right? Obviously, Crowder's going to make the team. Obviously, Doxon's going to make the team. Obviously, Richardson's going to make the team. Mm-hmm. Now, from there... We have a group of guys that includes Maurice Harris, Robert Davis, Brian Quick, Trey Quinn, and we'll throw in Simi Cobbs, the undrafted free agent, uh, in there as well. So we'll, we'll assume they're going to keep six receivers. Which of those three do you think make the team after the first three? I think Trey Quinn, Mr. Irrelevant, will, will be on the roster. I think he makes the team. Uh, we just spoke briefly on him earlier, but Maurice Harris – I think if he has a great camp, uh, like people are predicting him to have, I think he's on the roster. And then Brian Quick, I think he, I think he as well will be on the roster, and I think he makes the the cut for the wide receiver depth chart there. Okay, so that by the way is 
in response to a question inspired by Ernest Blakemore. So thank you for your question, Ernest. All right, next question here. Of the, okay, so it's a two-part question. Of those receivers, who, of all the receivers, right? So the entire Redskins receiving core. Who is the Redskins' leading receiver in 2018? Uh, Paul Richardson. I think Paul Richardson comes in with, with, with that he can teach uh, Alex Smith, even though Alex Smith doesn't need a lot of teaching. He can sh- tell him, hey, this is what we that worked in Seattle. This is what will work here. Let me do the routes. I'll get open. You throw me the ball. I think this will be the year that we have a 1,000-yard receiver. All right. And our last question of the initial 10 questions that we're doing for here, this one comes from Corporate Wes, a.k.a. Wesley Tate 33. He says, will Jay Gruden be the Redskins head coach next year? Yes. All righty. All right, so now we are done with our first 10 questions, and we are going to go down the line, and we're going to see what J.W. Gravely thinks the Redskins are going to be able to do this, this year. We're going to pick them game by game. So week one at Arizona, JW. Washington gets this win pretty easily as well. Week two, home against the Colts. This game is one of those games that you're just questioning about, is Andrew Luck going to play, is he not going to play, but I got Washington winning this game. Week three, Green Bay comes to FedEx Field. Green Bay comes to FedEx Field. Green Bay also walks away with a win. This is a loss for Washington. Week four, we got a bye week, but week five, the Redskins will travel back the Louisiana Superdome, home of one of the most heartbreaking games of the 2017 season. Will the Redskins redeem themselves in 2018? If you're a gambling man, gamble with the Washington Redskins if they win this game in New Orleans. All right, week six, the Carolina Panthers and Cam Newton, they come to town. Historically, Redskins defense is terrible against mobile quarterbacks. I got Carolina winning this game. Week seven, the Dallas Cowboys come to FedEx Field. They come to FedEx Field, but just like Green Bay, they come in and they steal a victory. Dallas walks away with the win. Week 8, the Redskins will travel to the Meadowlands to face the New York Giants for the first time in 2018. What's going to happen, JW? Washington walks in, gets a good victory, a well-earned victory. They, they defeat the Giants pretty soundly in this game. Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons come to FedEx Field in Week 9. What happens? Matt Ryan and Atlanta Falcons, too much firepower on the offensive side of the ball. They win this game. Week 10, the Redskins will travel down to Florida to face Jameis Winston and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, this is a no-doubter in my mind. Washington wins this game pretty soundly, blows them out of the water. Washington wins. Week 11, Deshaun Watson, the Houston Texans, they come to FedEx Field. What happens? Houston comes to FedEx Field. Don't know if Deshaun Watson's going to be 100% healthy. I think Washington gets this win. Week 12, the Redskins travel to Dallas, I believe, on what will be... That's not. Is that Thanksgiving? I think that's Thanksgiving. I think, I yep. think it is. Thanksgiving. Yeah. As always, the Redskins in Dallas. What happens? Washington gets the win here. Get your turkey legs ready. Woo! Week 13 in Philadelphia to face the defending champions for the first time. This is the tough part of the schedule for the Redskins here. This, this is the, the toughest part, I think, in my mind. They lose to Philly in Philly. Week 14, the New York Giants at home. Washington wins. Week 15, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Win for Washington. Week 16, Marcus Mariota and the Tennessee Titans. Washington gets this win as well. And week 17, the Philadelphia Eagles for the second time. This is a loss as of right now, but if Philly has a, has a playoff spot locked up, they could rest their, rest their starters. This could flip, but right now it's a loss for Washington. For Washington. So, J.W., 
has the Redskins finishing 10 and 6 on the season. So now we're going to pick the division winners, and we'll see if you have the Redskins in the playoffs here. NFC East. Philly. NFC South. Mm. So that's a tough one for me right now. Uh, looking at it last year, New Orleans won that, but I'm going Carolina wins this one. NFC North. Minnesota. NFC West. Rams. Two wildcard teams out of the NFC. Who you got? Going Washington. All right. And San Francisco. Washington and San Francisco. Yes. That's so. So we got in JW's version of what will happen, we have Jay Gruden and two of his former disciples, Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay. Yep. Running the NFC, that's three of the six playoff teams in the NFC in JW's book. All right, now let's do the AFC. AFC East. This is an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> is this even a question? Do I have to enter this one, Patriots? <laughs> <laughs> AFC South. Uh, AFC South. I'm, I'm actually going to give Jacksonville the edge here. I think I think they win that division. Yeah, Jacksonville gets it for the second year in a row. All right. AFC North. Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, that seems pretty. That seems pretty much like a no-brainer this year. Yeah. AFC West. Uh, I'm going to give it to the Chargers. Yeah, that's a trendy pick right now. Yeah. I believe you said someone that you were watching their day had the Chargers in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl with a 10 and 6 record. Wow. So. All right. Two wild card teams for JW in the AFC. My two wild card teams in the AFC are going to be the Chiefs and the Ravens. The Chiefs and the Ravens. And now, on today, July 19th, 2018, 2.13 p.m. Who does J.W. Gravely have going to the Super Bowl, and who comes out victorious? It's going to be the Pittsburgh Steelers, Los Angeles Rams, with Sean McVay getting the Super Bowl ring. Wow, there you have it, folks. J.W. has the Rams over the Steelers, the Redskins with a 10-6 and record sneaking into the playoffs. Maybe a playoff win for the Redskins? Yeah, I think they get the first playoff win, yeah. Okay, would you say this is the most excited you've been about a Redskins team in a, in a long time? In a very long time, yes. There's so much talent. I am very, very excited to watch this team. And I'm also very excited to go to Redskins camp and watch this team firsthand. Yes, me and JW will actually both be at Redskins training camp. JW, what dates will you be there? I will be there starting not, uh, not the first day that they're officially there, but I will be there July 29th. Through August the 4th. Nice, nice. And I will be there from August 3rd through August 5th. So I'll be there for a much shorter period of time. JW's taking the week off from the old 9 to 5 to spend some time with the Washington Redskins in Richmond. And, you know, just for any fans out there, you see me, you say JW, don't be afraid to say come hi. say hi. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll sit down and have a beer with you. But let's chit-chat. We don't have to talk Redskins football. We can talk life. <laughs> we can talk anything. Come by, say hi. Exactly. Ask me how the economy's doing. But uh, <laughs> now it should be a lot of fun. But now remember, folks, you can follow me at Andrew Alex Radio for my personal account. Follow the podcast at Hail to the Podcast. You can follow JW at Gravely on Air. You can follow full press coverage Redskins at FPC underscore Redskins. Yes, and now remember, folks, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. It is much easier when you subscribe, and I, you don't have to depend on me posting the stuff on Twitter and hoping that you see it. If you enjoy this program, make sure to give us a five-star review. We are on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, pretty much everywhere where podcasts are found. 
And uh, as always, you know, thank you for joining us on Hail to the Podcast. You know, we I have a lot of fun doing it. It's awesome having JW in here with me. We're just having a grand old time. He got to watch the cable guy set up my Wi-Fi and TV and, you know, here from my kitchen in Blacksburg, Virginia, to the airwaves, to your stereo. We are just happy to have everyone aboard. So I am Andrew Alex for JW Gravely. We thank you for joining us today on Hail to the Podcast, and we look forward to seeing you at training camp in just one week. Until then, hail to the Redskins.